Hello, everyone, and welcome to another well-played podcast, a podcast about playful learning. Together, we explore games, game mechanics, and the power of learning through play. Uh, I am your host, Michael Matera, author of Explore Like a Pirate, and all-around gamification guru and just, I guess, fun guy. And with me tonight, I have uh, another returning guest. Uh, Mr. Powley is his Twitter handle. Adam is his name. Uh, but if you could introduce yourself for those new listeners out there. I would love to. And thanks for having me. Uh, I'm Adam Powley. I am an American history teacher from South Carolina. Uh, co-host or host of Explore Like a Pirate Camp, XP Lab Camp, and uh, author of GameInspiredDesign.wordpress.com. Which is a great blog. I've linked it in our show notes a couple of times. Uh, I'll be happy to link again. Uh, check that one out. And uh, thank you, too, for hosting uh, XP Lab Camp. I absolutely love the, the new format, um, and I think so do a lot of other people. You're getting a lot of good traction with that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So let's get down to this. This is a topic near and dear to my heart, and one that uh, actually I used this past week is the boss battle mechanic. And, I mean, just a total replica of what you know kids experience in games uh we, we tried to embed in our classes so um how does your boss battle sort of function if if we could lay that out there for some of the people out there uh i am i'm currently beta testing all of this uh, and it, it's a work in progress but at the moment i'm using my boss fights as a almost a review game a formative assessment to see what it is that uh, we need to work on for the tests that are coming up um i have some ideas and i'm, I'm glad i'm talking to you today because i want to pick your brain on some stuff Love it. um but right now my game works kind of a, as a cooperative uh activity so we have one team that's the boss which has been a lot of fun uh so some volunteers just uh act as the boss group but then every other group um is working together to try to defeat the boss and if one team loses um then they all lose uh each group has uh, a unique power uh, that they can use to fight the boss and uh, i ask questions to uh, the room and every group is able to answer the question and together so group a might choose answer a group b might choose answer a group c might have a different answer um, so I can see kind of in real time where each of the group stands on, uh, whatever the topic is. And if they get it right, they get to roll a die and that die is their attack. And, um, the boss can then attack them back based on various conditions. So it's, it's almost like a, a pandemic kind of game where either everybody wins or everybody loses. Uh, that's a, I mean, that's a, for those of you that don't know, pandemic's a board game. It's pretty popular. Uh, you can get it, I think you can get it on Target, or you can definitely get it on Amazon. Um, but it is kind of a new style of board game, I guess in the last four years, cooperative style board games have come out, and it's, it's you know, all of us against the board game. So that's kind of a neat mechanic you got going on. Uh, so mine runs a little differently, so if I was to like lay mine out side by side to yours, uh, and much like you, I will say still totally in beta testing it's actually one of the reasons a couple of people have hounded me to like put more out about boss battles out on my website and i tend to only like to put things out there that i feel are 
clean, shareable mechanics in my boss battle still <laughs> still in beta form. <laughs> um, but uh, so similar to you, I, I, in my classroom, I depending on the size of my class, I have either four or five groups, and uh, each I've played it two different ways. I've played it that everyone's battling one boss, so I put it like up on the screen, and you know we're all battling that boss. Uh, and then I've done another ones where I like put on the board, I like literally make these printed out sheets of the bosses and their powers and a little picture of them. And I put up on the board five bosses and when they come in and they know it's a boss battle, they have to like strategize which boss they want to attack, attack. And some bit guilds are more suited to attacking one than others. So they really like strategize out like who should tackle what boss. And then, much like yours, I ask the question to the whole room, and they have little dry erase boards, and they write their answer down, and then they reveal. So, you know, that one question can have all of them rolling against their their bosses, or just, you know, two or three of them. And how my bosses operate is if they get a question wrong, that kicks in the special power of the boss, and the boss, you know, that's how... The, the kids get hurt, you know. So in the game, in my game, everybody has three hearts. Um, they can gain more hearts, kind of like Legends of Zelda, if you've ever played that. So as they level up, strength is one of the ones they could level up in. So they have more hearts. But, um, you know, a lot of mechanics revolve around losing hearts if they... Hearts or items. Sometimes it can cause <laughs> them to, like, drop one of their items. Um I really like the battling all five or four at once, but it can get a little crazy. So yeah, I can imagine that. I'm trying to like <clears throat> this, is, this is the decision that's like hanging over my head. Do I reduce the game to just fighting one boss at a time? You know? Like a couple of thoughts on that one. I, I first of all, I love the hearts thing. Um, that sounds like such a cool mechanic. Right now, I have mine as hit points, yeah. and I'm trying to figure out. Um, I've played this probably about 10 times and I can't get the balance right as to how many hit points the boss is worth compared to the students. Uh, we've only defeated the boss, I think, one out of 10 times before the time runs out. <laughs> so it's a hard boss to beat. So the one time that we did, like, you know, we had that moment of Fiero. Everybody just threw up their arms and was so excited. Yeah. Uh, they, and then they ran out of the class. Um, so I like the idea of the hearts. We, right now we have a mismeter. So if I have four groups playing, um, the boss gets a counter strike if they if uh, there's five misses. So uh, it's like a special attack that the boss kicks in. Almost, it sounds very similar to what you have for yours uh, with with the um, if the students miss a question, the, the boss gets to attack. Um, so I, I like that idea of having the hearts. It, it kind of ties in nicely. Um, I'm thinking about trying to make the boss fights almost like mini bosses, um, kind of like a common enemy where you would. Uh, in an RPG, like a, a role-playing game, kind of walking through the the field, and all of a sudden uh, we have a, a mini enemy that's only like ten questions long. And if you can defeat the enemy, like you get a bonus of some sort. Sure. Um, as a way of almost like a pretest, but not making it a quiz or a pretest. It's more of a fun way to to engage in that. So um, I use mine that way uh, a little bit. So some some of these bosses, if let's say it's a work day on some sort of project or something. I sometimes will take one of the bosses out and I, I just slam it down on one of their desks or one of their tables. And then that that 
group has to battle that boss, and I just quickly ask them, you know, 10 or 12 questions. And I was like a way to sort of break up the lesson. Yeah, or, to like break up the little monotony, you know, like when you have sixth graders, ask them to do like work time for like 30 minutes. It doesn't really work. <laughs> so if they feel like that, that can come and it adds a little excitement and a little cheer. That's great. I would love that. Like have warning klaxons go off and yeah. all of a sudden there's a, a random attack. Yeah. Uh, so some of the things I really love about my setup that I would I really am excited to share is one is generating all these bosses. So on the bosses I've made, I put a little I or a G on each boss. The I means it's individual. The G means it you you can only play with that boss if we were playing with multiple groups. So I would never slap that one down on somebody's table because its special power only really kicks in if there are multiple groups playing. Um, but having this dynamic of multiple bosses at the same time lends itself to some really cool dynamics uh, and really cool boss functions that you can have. Um, some of mine, <laughs> one I used this week, which was awesome. It's called the Spartan Captain. The group, if the group gets a question wrong, the Spartan Captain takes one of the group mates hostage, and they have to sit somewhere else in the room, and they get their own dry erase board, and they have to answer questions. And <laughs> if, if that person answers any of them wrong, the hostage is killed. So they lose all hearts. Oh, and, man. And in my game, dead players, you don't want to be a dead player. Dead players, they they have to answer questions with all the dead players as like a team. But mm -hmm. if they get if they get the question wrong, they lose for the house. Not them personally, but for their house. They lose 1,000 XP points for their house. If they get the question right, they lose 200 XP. So it's a lose-lose. Like you're dead. Like dead's not good. That's still withering. Yes, right. Yeah. And like, oh man. But this, at least for my 11-year-olds, this is what really kicks in some of the other functions of my game where kids have the power to like give somebody a, like a life point, you know, like through this magic spell. So then you start to see all these cooperative behaviors. So like, while that sounds really harsh, rarely do we actually get in that circumstance because somebody can heal somebody and you start to see these cooperative mechanics take place because... They don't want to lose a thousand XP. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea of uh, cooperative mechanics. I, I've been trying to build that in as well. Um, I have five sort of types of groups right now in my sort of beta version. Uh, one is a medic. So a medic, if, if they get a question right, they can um, earn, they, they roll their 10 sided die, and, and if they roll a 10, they can get 100 points. So you multiply it by 10. Um, and if they only get one question right, um, we pick a random team. They roll another, the four-sided die or five-sided die or whatever, and they uh, it goes to a random team in the game. So if one group has 400 hit points left, they might not necessarily get it. Um, if they, so they have to try for a second consecutive question in a row, and if they get that second one, they can target a specific group. So we have a medic group. We have a, a I call them the tech wizards uh, because my game is uh, we call it the reviewinator. So they're fighting this boss that's a, a robot. So the tech wizards can like target the tracking shields and, and the, the missile targeting. Uh, so they can throw up shields uh, so they can block an attack against one group. Um, so we have a, a couple of warrior groups that can have like special power bonuses. Um, and 
I see the students a lot trying to strategize with each other and work together, uh, saying, Hey, medic, I need some points over here. And, uh, they, they try to help each other out. I love seeing that kick in and that happens in my boss game too. And I just, I just love it. That's just so fun to see kids work together, strategize over and above the actual content. Uh, and, and see kids just absolutely love what amounts to me giving them basically an oral quiz that, but, but they love it. Um, I had a parent tweet me this week. This is the first, first time this happened. Uh, and all it said was his, the kid's name's Jake. And it just says me to Jake. How was school today? Jake. History was awesome. <laughs> and all it was was a boss battle. Like, I mean, again, it was giving me giving him a quiz. Uh, and, you know, Jake loved it. And it was just, it was an awesome time. Um, I, so, haven't gotten any, I haven't gotten any tweets yet, but uh, Thursday my students took the ASVAB test because they're juniors. Yeah. So from 8 in the morning until noon, they were taking a standardized test, essentially. My fourth block claim fourth block cast class came in and asked so do we get to play the game today <laughs> so <laughs> no. so basically we just took another quiz but they got to fight the boss and they were completely fine with it yeah it changes their mindset a little bit so yeah. um what there's definitely some things in your boss battle that i think i want to like figure out how to put in mind how, how does the battling like one team being the boss how does how does that function um, if they get it right, what I mean, do they get to then attack somebody or what? The, what the first couple of rounds, the boss doesn't do much. Um, as the misses pile up, uh, the boss gets a, a counter strike attack. So they get the next question that would be just for them. So by the time we get to question four or five, usually we've had like three or four misses. So you have four groups by question five. It's been asked 20 times. So we get a few misses, and the boss can counter strike with that. They uh, and then they, if they get the question right, they can target a specific group uh, with uh, a dice roll. Um, we have another one where if we have four groups and more than half of the groups get a question wrong, uh, I call it a rage strike, uh, which the kids came up with. I don't know why they like these terms so much, um, but with the rage strike. The boss, if they get they get their own question next, um, and if they get that question right, then they attack every group uh, with a, a dice roll. So uh, it, it encourages the students to try to take their time. Uh, in each of the groups, one person is allowed to be a, a, a researcher, so they can use their notes, and then they are the only ones that are allowed to look at their notes, so I can see... Uh, the groups encouraging the note, the researcher to get questions right. Um, <laughs> overall, uh, the boss is very popular among a certain subset of my students. Um, well, I bet the you ones. Like, well, the thing that I'm excited about is I think that really would play to the killer m mindset. That's that's kind of where I'm going with that. Yeah, they um, the ones that um, are kind of the know-it-alls in the class and and they like to trash talk. So it does fit into sort of the stereotype of the killer. Um, they, they volunteer and I, I've made it only a two person group. So we have dice rolls to figure out if there's more than one, uh, if there's more than two in the group that the, the class that want to be in that boss group. So we dice roll to figure out who's going to be the boss, uh, which is nice. Um, 
at first, the first couple of times we played it, it was the students that thought they were just going to be keeping track of the scores on the board. Sure. And then once they realized they're going to have to answer questions too, that's when the killers started wanting to, to be a part of that boss group. That's yeah. a cool mechanic. I'm going to have to think about that. Um, some of the bosses I have that, like I said, the kids just, I mean, they, some of, actually I had two kids come in during study hall and want to like make bosses with me. So they sat down at the computer with me and were just coming up with ideas. One that I love that they came up with was the rock hydra. It's got nine heads. Every time you get a question wrong, it grows another head. If it ever grows more than nine heads, like if it goes above its original, a baby hydra is formed with three heads, and that goes on to the next group that's next to it. <laughs> and so that group's now battling two bosses. Um, I thought that does was it like, get like a does it get like a power bonus or attacking <laughs> and again with more heads? Uh, each each head has fun. its own sort of hit point <laughs> value, so more heads harder to defeat. Um, and there's just like cool interplay when you start to have these boss battles. So one of the questions I often get by experienced gamifiers is, hey, we've, we've tried to gamify and I just can't think of any more items for my game or any more power-ups. Boss battles are just an awesome way to add power-ups because kids love the boss battles and kids want to excel in them. And so you can start to have these items that matter in a boss battle, right? So like you mentioned, like shields or medic. These are all things you could add no matter what style boss battle you play. Um, I mean, I have a bunch that affect boss battles. You know, like can you can ignore ones and the rolls of ones in a boss battle. So when you're trying to hurt this boss and you roll a one, that stinks. And so being able to re-roll ones. I have a couple bosses that even if you get a correct answer right, and you roll a one against them. So when you're trying to damage the boss, if you roll a one, it actually hurts you. Mm. So like choosing a number that sort of is bad in both respects and then creating a power that can fix that bad. Uh, has really like some kids just love that item. Uh, there's just, I don't know, boss battles. I, I have added probably 20 items to my game this year just in boss battles alone. And I have a list of like 20 more ideas. I just haven't gotten around to, to building out the item. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at right now. I want to come up with more bosses. And um, I'm excited about the uh, the possibility of extra items. Um, because right now I, I've kind of tapped where I think I can uh, go with the items. So having that extra uh, unnecessary obstacle of the boss fight <laughs> is really a nice uh, way to think about adding items into that. Oh, there's just so much that can be done. It reminds me of your uh, Anubis shield, where you can re-roll. Re uh, re yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good one. Uh, see in here. Uh, so in in your game, you said that uh, you hadn't quite got the the ratio right, and this is another thing I want to have like a clear message to the people listening is it's okay that you don't have it figured out yet. Like, listen to some of the other stories that Adam has shared with us, that kids wanted to come in and play this, that they were excited to play this, that on the day of all testing, they came in and said, give us another test so that we could basically do a boss battle. Um, and that's even with, you know, you understanding 
you don't have the balance perfectly there yet. Yeah. And I, I think the students actually appreciate seeing the work. Um, I had, uh, I, I've written about this a bit on my blog. Um, I've been calling these dread sheets uh, as a boss fight pun. And I have a, a projector uh, that I, I show the boss. And as the hit points come off, uh, the, the picture changes. So there's damage where the, the boss, the, the robot's arm falls off. There's a fire coming out of its shoulder. The, the legs end up falling off and get blown up. Um, and I had a, a student sitting right next to me the one day. She said, where did you get this from? I, was like, I made it. She like, made it. You did what? And I said, I made this. She's man, you must be a good teacher. <laughs> so it's just kind of showing the work that she, I mean, I think she appreciated that I was willing to put that time into it. And knowing that this was something that I'm working on, that I'm trying to learn how to do, I, um, I think the student, I've had several students that have talked to me about, you know, how, how long it takes to build this or how much time you've put into it. Um, That's it's another good. piece of connection with the students. I, I'm, constantly learning too. That's a really good point that, right. You know, like us building these things out is just, it's modeling sort of lifelong learning and putting ourselves out there and growth mindset right in front of the students. And I think any of us that have gamified can really attest to the fact that students recognize that, you know, when you, when you put yourself out there and you're, you're doing something clearly different than the other teachers, you know, they kind of respect that. Like, wow, this, this guy's doing something for us. I do have, I do have one funny story on this. I was chatting about this. I think it was uh, either on uh, XP Lab or it was on Games Fred. I, I can't remember which. Um, I had I've been writing about this in my blog, and I had this dread sheets post. And uh, another teacher said he showed this to one of his students, and I I'm pretty sure it's a fourth grade student who took my idea of spreadsheets, which I've been working on for six seven weeks. And in a in a week, this fourth grader built a playable version of the game, uh, an actual like. Wow. JavaScript based game. So um, I told that to my students and they all kind of chuckled at me. Um, but it's just trying to show them that I don't know how to code and, and I'm working on this and they are uh, just like they're working through the stuff that I'm trying to teach them. That's so. awesome. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, on these boss battles, I think hearing your style, hearing my style, I hope the listeners really realize there's lots of different ways you can do this. It can be digital. It doesn't have to be digital. Uh, like mine, like I said, are on sheets of paper with kids holding dice. Um, some of the things that I've learned by doing these boss battles is it's highly collaborative. It's exciting. I get just as much content review out of them, but it just, it just feels more fun and engaging for them. Um, it involves more students because some of the bosses sort of freeze up and knock out some students, and that's at my choice. So some of the bosses I can just sort of say, boom, and add them like, you're frozen. You can't say anything for the next, like, three questions, which, like, maybe Adam was, like, the, that smart kid that was just answering every question for the group that now I can kind of freeze you. Um, so I, I don't know, like, and kids are okay with that when it comes from the boss, right? Like, if I just did that in a regular Jeopardy review game, They'd call, they'd call party foul. So I think you're playing favorites. Yeah. yeah. So like now it's just like, oh man, the boss froze Adam. Oof. What are, what are we gonna do? <laughs> um, and uh, like I said, there's no right or wrong way to do it. So just like think about building this in. And I'd almost say, 
you could build in boss battles even if you weren't in a fully gamified course. I mean, I think these are an awesome cherry on the top if you are a fully gamified course. But I think you could even do this with with no other game mechanics in play. You know. Yeah, the one, the one thing I'd caution, when I first started gamifying, I always called my just regular tests boss fights. And it was just a change of vocabulary, and it didn't really change anything I was doing. Um, so I, I think really thinking about changing the perception of that kind of final assessment, um, making it more of a gamified, fun activity rather than um, just calling what you're already doing a boss fight. Think about ways to actually make it into sort of a game. Yeah. Helps out a lot. I did the same thing. I called all my test um, battles. and But, I mean, the first few years of Gamify, I didn't do anything different. They were just tests. But just <laughs> it was just more fun to say, and there's a battle coming. Yeah, but and the kids sniff it out real quick. They did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Um, but if anybody wants, you know, I'm, I'd be happy to share the bosses I have, but like I said, it's, it's still in progress, so I'm still trying to decide, like I said, should it be battling one boss at a time? I kind of like this idea of yours about somebody controlling the boss, like, oof, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Um, I, my, really, I really love the idea of having individual bosses for individual groups. That's, that's my next phase I'm going to try to work on. So. It's, it's fun, like I said. Oh, and then... <laughs> Again, to add to that collaborative nature, when one group beats a boss, they can then choose where they want to like go help. So then they can say, like, we're going to now also bo- battle this other boss, mm. which helps. Well, I've been writing a lot about my experience with boss fights on my blog. So if anyone wants to check that out and, or tweet at me, and I'll, I'll be happy to, to help uh, through that process. Um, I like to think of what I write as sort of showing my work and uh, if anyone else wants to use it. Happy to have it. Yeah, and uh, for sure there's going to be another one or two, very least, vlogs about this on my YouTube channel. Because um, it it's, it's, it's definitely not a stagnant process. Like It's constantly evolving and new things added and changed. And But, I, I mean, one thing I can say for sure is kids are loving it. Mm-hmm. So I hope everyone thinks about adding them to their game. Uh, we, I mean, it's already reflection time. Already. I know, it just, time fly, f- it just flies by. Time flies by with you. It does. Like, I know none of you out there want to listen to this for an hour, but like half hour <laughs> shows, they just, boom, sneaks up it's on perfect us. time for a commute, that's all. That's right. So, uh, if you want to hear more of us, you know, dig through some of the old shows. So, there's, there's plenty on there. Plenty with Adam as well. So, all right. So you ready? I'm ready. This one I think fits today uh, pretty well. So if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go farther or if you want to go far, go together. That's an African proverb. So how does that hit you in the context of boss battles? My, uh, my first reaction to that when I heard it, um, was that I like to work alone, but sometimes I get stuck for ideas. So talking things out, having people to bounce ideas off helps um, to to make a better product. Thinking about it in terms of the boss fights, 
um, one group alone, the way I have mine structured, one group alone isn't going to succeed uh, because it takes all the, the teams hitting the boss together in order to knock it down. And if any one group fails, then they all fail. So it's really this idea of, of being together and fighting together, um, which I think is the classroom in general, that if, if one student stands out, that's fantastic. Um, but the class is only as strong as, as that, that person that needs the most help. Um, so if we can structure things to encourage the students that have the most skills and the most content mastery to, to help those that, that need more assistance, I think that will help us go further in the long run. Nice. Uh, for me, that quote, uh, well, much like you, I like to go it alone sometimes uh mainly because i want results quickly so sticking something in committee for a year and thinking about it isn't what i want to do i want to like do it right now uh hence if you re-listen to this entire show you've heard me say several times just try it just try boss battles just go out and try it doesn't matter if you're gamified at all just do it uh i definitely want people to put things in action however like the quote says though if you want to go far go together that just makes me think in these boss battles how much the kids work together both in the room as well as preparing for them i mean since this has been our third boss battle of the year and kids knowing this one was coming i mean i started to see kids practice studying you know like when we had five extra minutes in class they wouldn't just sit there and they, they would open up their books and quiz each other on notes i would see kids sometimes at recess or lunch quizzing each other on notes so clearly much more of a of a tribal communal sense than ever before uh so they, they you know they clearly want to go far together they clearly understand that they need to help out the the lowest you know to move as far as they can and i i think it also um it suggests that we all have different skills that i might be really good at uh, being a medic but uh, somebody else might be really good at being uh, uh, the berserker which is one of my other types so that we have to work together and each use our own strengths in order to be successful nice so i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. work on that we have plenty of ideas you just you just made my job like infinitely <laughs> harder but I love it and appreciate no, no. it. Uh, opening more doors, let's just call it that. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, everybody that's listening, thanks for joining the well-played well crew tonight. Uh, it was awesome having you on again, Adam. I, I always love being here. Uh, for everybody out there, don't forget to check out uh, explorelikeapirate.com as well as Mr. Powley's uh, blog, which you can get on... I mean, the easiest way is just connect with him on Twitter because it's also a link on his Twitter profile. So, uh, <coughs> and he's missed at Mr. Powley. Uh, Gameinspireddesign.wordpress.com. There you go. So check that one out. And uh, still, I'm still building out this YouTube channel. I'm hoping for more and more subscribers. Uh, each week, I get more and more, and I'm getting smash more that subscriber button. <laughs> That's, just smash it. Just hit it, man. Uh, but no, I really love getting some comments on there i've been some better discussions are brewing each week on there so uh you know join there as well 
And as always, thanks for listening. It truly is an honor to have you have you along for the ride with us. And you know, like the quote said, we're we're gonna go farther together. So thank you for helping us all out on that journey. Enjoy your week, guys. <laughs>